Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian, joined by my co-host, Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share their thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. On this episode, we'd like to talk to you about creating a vision for your marriage. That is, how are we having conversations? How are we planning? How are we setting goals and deciding where we want to go together as a couple? And before we hop all the way into this episode, we'd just like to thank you for taking time to check out this episode. If this is your first time, welcome. If you've been rocking with us for a while, we appreciate you. To connect with us even deeper, we'd like to have you search Marriage is Tougher on all the social media platforms so you can connect with us in a, a new way. And also, we have our website, marriageistougher.com. If you'd like to be a guest, there's a contact form you can fill out there. We'll reach back out to you and get you on the show. Again, we just like to thank you for being here. We would like to just have a deeper level of community where we can and where we can reach as many people as possible. So please reach out to us on any social media platform. But let's get into this episode. All right. So vision, creating a vision within your marriage. I am actually pretty passionate about this um, just because of the sales background I have. I know how important it is to have a vision on where you want to go, right? You, it is incredibly difficult to make a plan if you don't know where you want to go, right? Um, so when it comes to creating a vision within your marriage, I think the same principles apply, right? And the main principles I like to use are figure out where it is you want to end up and then work yourself, work your way backwards to the beginning to figure out what are the steps we need to take to get there. All right. But there's a big communicate, uh, communication piece to this. And, uh, you know, there is what I want to say input needed from all parties. And that's the biggest thing, right? Um, somewhere I struggled in my marriage is I had a vision. And I thought things could go or should go a certain way. And then when they didn't, I was all upset. <laughs> but it was right. something that we hadn't spoken about. So, um, you know, and specifically, I could even just kind of get into a little bit of the details is when we started having kids. I know I mentioned this on the podcast before, but, you know, when we started having kids, I still had this pre-children notion that we could be two full-time working parents and still somehow she was going to stay home with the kids and I, like how does that work <laughs> I, right. I don't even know could never explain it to you um you know but nowadays we are more aligned uh, a lot of that has to do with us, you know, participating in therapy, uh, getting our finances together and having conversations around that, being more comfortable with having just difficult conversations altogether. Um, but what I will say is we've kind of gotten away from 
talking about vision, which is worth a conversation now. Um, I, th I think the reason for that is we talked a lot about it and are still on the path to the goal we're trying to reach, right? Um, we're probably just starting to approach the area of next steps beyond this goal since we're so close to completing it. Um, but we haven't necessarily had those conversations yet. There are some changes starting to happen now. Uh, like I told Paul off air, you know, she just put an application in for a new job. Um, but we haven't really had too many conversations about what's that going to look like now if she gets that job, right? So our vision sort of has to change a little bit or the execution of our plan to uh, acquire our vision, I guess, will need to change a little bit. I've said a lot of words. <laughs> how, how are you feeling about vision or, um, you know, is this an area you feel you need help in or is this something you guys excel excel with? I think it's it's spotty. I think going back to the beginning, vision is important. Absolutely. Anything you need to do, you have to have a where I want to go, what I want to see, and then work back with what are the steps to do that. That is anything from a workout plan to a meal you're creating to a job that you are trying to get. Once you get the job, you have to figure out what you want to do. Same thing in marriage. Are we, otherwise, you'll just be sitting around and wake up 20 years in, like, oh, we had these kids, we have this, we have this, but like, what was the purpose? Right? It's good to be purposeful. If you want to be purposeful and impactful, you have to have a vision, period. Now, the execution of all that <laughs> is absolutely, like you said, takes a lot of communication and it takes a lot of, um, accountability, meaning conversations to tell the other person what you have done, like to give an account for what you've done towards the vision, right? So you have to set up some type of schedule of when you'll talk about this, um, whether you guys are more, whether we're more spontaneous about it, or we actually say, you know, on the 15th of each month, we're going to try to talk about our vision, right? Um, and for me, this is, I do well in some areas. I, d I don't think in the holistic area of, like the holistic vision of our marriage, it's as consistent as certain tasks, right? I think Chris and I talked about a lot of times we're more reactive than we are proactive when it comes to what we need to do together in our marriage um, beyond the big things, right? Like we want to raise our kids a certain way and we want to make sure we're impactful um, with our community in a certain way. But beyond those things, when it comes to like, say it's uh, finances or a specific thing for like the school year, or um, we want to do a certain vacation or something like that. Like those are all like small little pockets that we may um, we may need to come back and talk about, if that makes sense. Um, but even like our finances are big, which is a big goal. It's more staying 
in communication on a consistent pattern, <clears throat> excuse me, that helps us. Um, but other things like where we are in our marriage, as far as like, how are we connecting with each other and that type of stuff that can be more spontaneous. So it's all that to say, it's not a one size fits all, but it has to stay on the, you have to be purposeful in trying to make your vision come to light. Now I feel like I've said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think let's talk a little bit about how to create a vision, right? <clears throat> um, I like using the vision board, right? You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be physical. Uh, you could put a, you know, a collage together on Photoshop if you really wanted to, if you know how to use Photoshop. Uh, any, Canva, if you know. apps out there where you can, you know, merge images together. But I think when you do that, besides having the conversation or uh, communication piece, I think it says a lot about who you are, who you want to be, um, where you want to go, right? And then as we talked about working your way back from that, just like any well-laid plan, you know, how many bricks are we going to need? How many steps are we going to have to take to get to where we're trying to go uh, is a big piece of the, uh, the communication aspect. Um, and not only does it allow you to figure each other out a little bit, uh, you know, it, it allows you to really target specific uh, pieces and figure out, okay, we've gotten through step one, two, and three. Step four is a little bit bigger. How do we accomplish step four? Right. And then, you know, go through all the steps until you, you know, acquire whatever it is you're trying to acquire get to the place that you're trying to get to. Um, but I don't know. Do you have any other ideas outside of the vision board? That's kind of just what I was taught and what I like to use. Um, and, and I like the idea of just having something I can look at and go back to, um, put it in a place where, you know, everyone can see it. You could even get your kids involved. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when it comes to buying a house, like what type of house, do you imagine yourself looking in and then, you know, having that conversation now we can agree on, you know, features and, you know, where it might be. Um, it also allows you to teach your children to do the same thing and uh, also allow them to feel part of the decisions that are being made for the family vision. Yeah. I, I love the vision board. Um, for me, if I could, I'd have, like lots of different things all over my walls. Um, but that's not how my wife likes her house. So <laughs> I don't. Um, a lot of, the, for me, it's uh, it's making notes um, and like shared notes where we just have things that we want or what we're going to do and we kind of talk through that. I think that is the, you have to have something that's your anchor. Like you said, something to go back to something to remind you why I'm doing this, especially when it gets tough or communication is not as good as you want to do, or maybe your plans are a little bit off. You're like, okay, what is, we got to come back to this. What are we trying to do? Um, I think the vision board is important. And I think prayer is often, is also important. Um, and this is not more like, it's kind of asking 
for what you want, but it's more so in the journey of getting there. How can I stay the course? Like, how how do you want me to grow, God? How do you, what should I be learning? Um, how can I involve you more in this process? Right, and that gives us the that allows us to be the best human that we can be in that process, right? So when those challenges come, we are more focused on how to be more like him in that situation than, you know, the actual situation itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm thinking about the things I want out of life. Um, And then I'm thinking about our previous episode where we talked a lot about, you know, prayer and praying for things, right? And then my mind kind of went down a rabbit hole. And while we said it's okay to pray for things, um, you know, it, it's just part of our relationship with God um, because, you know, more or less he has made promises to us. Um I'm thinking, how can I best serve God? And in that, does that automatically mean I'm going to have the things I think I want? That comes back to where were you when you started your vision board? Did you consult Mm. with God, right? Because like you said in the beginning, like, yeah, I had this vision for my family, but I didn't talk to my wife about it. And I got mad when it didn't happen. That same thing can happen with the two of you if you don't consult with God about what should be happening with your life. So you can be mad and frustrated. Why is this not going? We have this vision, blah, blah, blah. He's like... Y'all ain't even ready for that. You you are way <laughs> off the vision <laughs> that should be taking place. Um, now, God is kind and he is tolerant. And if you are chasing after him in other areas and really trying to put him first, but not consulting on his vision, he'll be kind and gracious for you in your life. Um, but it may not be what you may not get those things that you have in the time that you want them because there's certain things you have to learn and grow before you can get there. And your board may shift as you become deeper, um, if you get a deeper level of understanding and deeper relationship with him, realizing, oh, that was kind of superficial, but this actually aligns with our purpose as a, as a married couple. So maybe I don't want this, we're now going to shift to this. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, your your goals shift, your vision can shift, especially as you accomplish the things that are on your vision board, right? Like, so next steps for my family, uh, you know, after we get this last piece of debt taken care of is to start saving for a house. And so now what I'm envisioning on my own is maybe we sit down, you know, get the kids involved and literally just bring out a poster board, right? Fire the computer up and we start asking questions to the family. Like what type of house, what, you know, 
where would this house be? Um, and then just start printing stuff off and allow the kids to glue it. Our main goal, family vision, to the center, right? And then what are some of the pieces that we may need to build up to that to that home, right? So like you said, maybe God thinks you're not even ready <laughs> for, for that. So we have the conversation of how do we put ourselves in a area to deserve what our vision is, right? And then not so much in the background, but surrounding that, have the conversation. We need to work from the outside in, right? The main goal being the center. We need to accomplish these little things, whether it be read more books, uh, you know, go to church more, you know, Bible study, whatever the case may be. Maybe we need to go out into the community and serve people more. Um, because, you know, like we all know, serving, I don't know why that just happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> serving, f- fulfilling a need can, uh, you know, produce income. So if you're looking for more income, which will help you get to your goal, maybe the service aspect is a way to get there. Um, and I'm celebrating something. I, I really don't know why. So if you're just listening <laughs> right. aren't on uh, YouTube, I just had fireworks going off in the background. I, I'm curious. Yeah. I didn't want to submit something to you in the language of pertaining to deserving. I don't know if there's a deserve aspect. It's more kind of being in alignment with um, making space for to hear what yeah. God wants you, right? Because in in everything you said, it could just be like a checkbox. And you're like, oh, I did this, I did this, I did this. Now, God, give me the house that I want. But if you change the posture and it's like, okay, as I'm diving into Bible studies, I'm trying to learn who you are. So, and then the characters of who you are, is this what you want for our family, right? As I'm going to church, I'm I'm show I'm being exposed to different things that show you who you are. It gives me an opportunity to love on other people that are like-minded and have, you know, your ways at heart, or I can learn something from a sermon or go deeper in worship so that I can connect with you on a different way, right? As I'm serving people, if I'm volunteering, I'm now being your hands and feet in the world. And, you know, someone may affect me as I'm serving them and that may show, and that may give me an aspect of what we want as a house or where we want it to be or those things. So I just submit maybe not deserving, but maybe connecting more, using those opportunities to really go deeper. Um, cause that way it's not a, it's not a, it's done. It's what am I learning and how am I growing in these, in these practices? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's good. Which is funny cause I last weekend hopped on, uh, a former guests of our podcasts, Paul and pals. And, uh, you know, he was talking about being single and not necessarily wanting to get married and all that. couldn't really envision it. And, um, you know, I said to him, maybe you need to get into a good church, man. Maybe you need to, uh, surround yourself, yourself with like-minded people. Um, you know, 
there's tends to be a lot of single ladies in the church, but you know, when you see that they are willing to surround themselves with uh, other married couples who have uh, you know similar goals and uh, you know a similar drive to get to know God, you don't necessarily need to, I guess, be all that religious to put yourself in that environment. I told him, you know, keep an open mind and you will just naturally learn the things that you need to learn. Um, so it's funny that you, you brought that up. Shout out to Paul and pals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think it's that piece of vision. It's we do. Pro, there's a proverb that says like we we set our plans but God direct our path and there's a proverb that says like make make your plans known to God and you know give them to him and then you'll succeed as long as you're giving them over to him and giving him the ability to say nope yep nope yep tweak this a little bit you know what I mean so making our own plans is is for sure you have to do something and so that you're in the mind of doing and being who you're supposed to be, right? That's a part of you tapping into however God has created you and those things that he's already showed you and those things you learned. And we have to be open to the shift. And we have to be open to considering, is this aligned with who we are, who he's created us, and what he wants us to do? And I think ultimately, if you can lean that way, um, and keep that mindset what you have for yourself because your mind will kind of be locked in with his and your spouses will all be, kind of be together and then your family in turn will kind of come in alignment with what that is that that will keep you in the vision of what you need to do for your marriage and what you need um, and what God has for you yeah yeah, man. I think that's all I got on that. Unless uh, there's something else you wanted to explore as far as family or relational visions go. I think that's it. So thanks again for tuning in as we wrap it up. Search for us on all the social media platforms with Marriage is Tougher. Or you can go to our website, marriageistougher.com, and leave a comment there. Again, you can see all of our episodes, our previous episodes there. And you can let us know how you feel about what we said or didn't say. But we would love to just have community and go deeper. So reach out to us there. And thanks again for taking the time to um, have a conversation with us. We'll see you next time. Peace.